am Vishwanath for Winning Edge Talks podcast. I am talking to Mrs. Radha Krishnaswamy. She was a former athlete, marathon runner, and she is now a fitness, lifestyle, strength and conditioning coach. This is the part B of the conversation. Sit back and enjoy this. And uh, you are such an inspiring person with what with what you have done, your deeds. Uh, have you tried doing a TED talk no, sir, or being involved yet. in women empowerment programs? I think you must try both because uh, lots of women will be empowered by what you have already done, and uh, so many what? platforms are available nowadays. Uh, I think yes, you should find yourself there. I have been doing a lot of great deeds, and uh, the greatest uh, uh, achievements are in Indian sport are being done by women. Uh, and you should try giving a TED talk also. Ah uh, yes, uh, uh, yes. Maybe we connect about that later on. Okay, oh, wonderful. Yes, yes. Uh, then uh, I, I have written some study on the marathon uh, because I wanted to. I, I written a book called Success Mantra in Sports. Is the book entirely on the mental aspects of sports? In that, there is a mental toughness chapter, and uh, I was uh, taking the example of marathon ter- uh, runners and mental toughness. And I did quite some study about marathons. Oh, amazing marathons! There are. all over the world and uh, people salute them for finishing the race not coming first you should be alive to finish the race certain races requires so much of endurance so much of challenges earth water sea uh, uh, mountain everything loneliness you are challenged by everything and uh, it's it's really remarkable even to finish that race so that is how is i i understand madam, what you have gone through yeah then uh, coming to the next question Uh, injuries can bring in a lot of negativity on the athletes and cricketers in particular. You work with a lot of cricketers, you are saying. They become insecure, they yeah. doubt themselves, they are afraid the injury may aggravate, and they are also afraid that uh, to go full steam, you know, fearing that the injury may again happen. Uh, how do you help them mentally to deal with this? Ah, uh, okay. Being a run, being a runner, and uh, seeing lot of um, injuries in my own life. it is little depressing and it can put you down and it can bring your performance and once the fear sets in then you won't even try new challenges which is true for um, marathoners the same is true for uh, cricketers also they uh, they play under a lot of pressure of performing otherwise you know they set a high standard for themselves and they try and achieve it and when injuries happen in the middle it becomes very difficult for them so we motivate them by saying injuries are part and parcel of any sport it's not that whoever has achieved has not had any injury at all they play with the injury only only thing is we don't know about it but they are most of the people are playing with injuries but they ignore it and they challenge themselves so um they have to believe in themselves that they can do it and keep the injury part uh, out of their mind otherwise they won't be able to conquer new limits how do they know that how much to push they, we say no you push too hard you'll break uh, your muscles or your body will break uh, how do they understand how much to push uh... yeah the line is very thin between that uh, how much to push and when not okay. to push it is very thin line and it is very perceptional like each one's line is different uh, each one uh, of understanding that line is also different sometimes you do go overboard and the body will tell you you are going overboard when to, when to stop when to stop yeah yeah 
sometimes you are confused whether the body is telling you to stop or the mind doesn't want to go you make you go you know you also get confused between the mind talk and the body talk okay okay sometimes uh, that happened to me many okay. times i wonder is it my mind uh, is getting lazy and not allowing me to talk or run more or is it my body which really needs rest so having crossed 16 now i listen more to my body because my mind is still strong and mind is not saying don't run mind is being uh, told to suppress everything by the body because the physical body obviously okay. over 30 and 40 there is a decline in yeah. uh, muscular endurance yeah. strength power and stuff okay. like that and more injuries could happen okay. when you run over 60 okay. and i realized that and i have slowed okay. down and i listen to my physical body more nowadays than the mental okay. body and now earlier i got confused and i was wondering it is the mind which is okay. giving up now i feel it is not the mind which is okay. giving up it is the physical body which is telling me not to go too much so i have reduced my running and i have started enjoying my family life and social life and uh, other stuff like okay. that so uh, somewhere you have to strike okay. a balance it is individualistic okay. very individualistic is it the opposite in the case of uh, younger athletes Uh, because the body doesn't it always cooperates normally uh, what what you tell the younger athletes it is a, you got the right point okay. in my case it is the age so the physical is talking okay. more in younger uh, uh, cricketers the body doesn't give up that easily because the body is very strong they have already trained okay. so it is the mind so for younger athletes we have to talk to the mind okay. only and change their uh, perception towards okay. pain and their perception towards injury for people like me it is not the mind because the mind was there and i achieved so much otherwise i wouldn't have achieved it is a physical body which is talking now that is the differentiation i have figured okay. out well, normally we counsel the injured athletes you know they have a lot of concerns uh, whether the injury will come back and you know they have lost a lot of time and uh, people have moved forward uh, whether they will be able to get back into the team uh whether they can go again full stretch and uh, we have exercise psychology is also there we train in our own way but uh, a lot of people you know uh, end up uh, asking you for counseling and how do you what do you tell them uh, to do how do you motivate them to come back uh? yeah see there is external motivation and internal motivation externally as a coach as a friend as a co player you can motivate them and uh, every anybody can come back with proper training and recovery and rest and all that it is only the matter of time they will all be able to come back okay but they have to believe in themselves that they the recovery process gets fastened or it is pushed faster only with the mind the mind has to tell the body yes you are capable of doing it then the recovery will be faster if the mind starts to play that no no it's going to take a long time will never come back also will i get a chance in the 11 then that worry is going to take the recovery also make it slower so i think we have to talk to the their mind and tell them that so many people have done it so it is not that you can't come back but you have to tell yourself and be confident that you can come back in the recovery i have known yeah. a lot of people yeah. who have come back after injury really really well yeah, yeah. and see when talk about motivation uh, we say no it's, uh, it's there is nothing called external motivation whatever comes from outside is only encouragement and support okay. but always you have to find your own intrinsic motivation okay, okay. so when it comes to intrinsic motivation you have done your job for externally 
as a friend coach and uh, uh, fitness trainer everything but again it comes back to the person uh, again you know i am always wondering if the person is tough enough if he has uh, faced challenges and uh, is one his own challenges and if he is mentally stronger uh, then maybe he will take these words uh, sportingly and he will come out stronger if the person is again weaker maybe he will always that uh, fear will always win over him and finally he will find himself uh, not able to always under fear not able to uh, be able to do it i agree with you sir external motivation cannot push you far far you know it is it is only for a short goal that external motivation it is a intrinsic motivation that you develop within yourself will always result in good performance so uh, we have to see which athlete is lacking intrinsically and if there is any reason for it then we have to analyze the reason and then tell them intrinsically um they have to be motivated that self belief is important right self efficacy self belief all that is important only when that is there then the intrinsic motivation will also come and sustain that motivation for a longer period of time is not easy isn't it so as a coach you can um, try and uh, change their um, perception towards uh, hard work perception towards self belief you can change that slowly so that the intrinsic motivation motivation develops extrinsically you can do very little you can't do much see like awards and certificates and praise from teammates praise from the coach all that will yes. is for a short time but in the, in the playing field it is the intrinsic motivation that keeps pushing them absolutely very true yes yeah now cricketers these days are uh, taking fitness to a different level and they say it's helping them both mentally and physically virat kohli for example is a fitness freak and is work ethics are exemplary even the foreigners are uh, say they say are uh, copying not copying they are following his methods you know his work ethics uh, has this fad caught up with the women cricketers too very much how much corporate they are about uh, the pushing their bodies very much sir it was not there 5 years ago but mm. now once they saw themselves in the world cup in uh, 2017 in england mm. where we lost by 9 runs i was there with the team then they believed in themselves that they can also go to the finals and they started working really hard even before that they were working but the belief was not there but now okay. after seeing kohli after seeing our athletes performing really well uh, sindhu okay. and mary com okay. uh, sanya mirza so many people women are doing extremely well internationally and they have come back and they are you know icons so our okay. girls are also now believing in themselves this belief was not there okay. sometime long back but now uh, after beating uh, the major teams and most of the records are held by our girls only so uh, now they know that they believe in themselves and they also know fitness is the key and you can see the team composition is also changing now to lot of youngsters who really move well run well and uh, who are agile on the team so um, harman preet sets a great example she is a great fielder and she keeps pushing her limits like that if the leader is pushing then the team also pushes right so i yes. think that it has gone into uh, not only in the international indian team level women indian team level even in the state level where girls are pushing themselves into fitness oh, yes. also 
and uh, you are also there behind to push them yeah i do whatever little like push them from yeah. behind okay 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 uh, now uh, you see you you said you were with the indian team uh, in that last world cup final in 2017 at lords if i'm right uh where where we were in the winning position we lost after the that tournament the team administration especially the coach i don't remember his name and mithali raj asked for a sports psychologist then moving forward the last uh, recent uh, melbourne you know i i call that as uh, so i've done a uh, blog, blog and a podcast on that i call it meltdown at melbourne mm. so we have we were even in the last t20 world cup we were unbeaten throughout the tournament and then we go to that final the 92000 spectators are there and uh, we we break up we chalk now you have been you have been you have seen both the situation you know about them and uh, people like you have done everything on the physical part the skill coach like wb raman you have worked with them on the physical side but now from what they are seeking you know asking for a mental coach how much do you think a mental coach is very necessary for i think it's uh, necessary team? sir because what happens is uh, the team comprises of lot of seniors who have gone through pressure they have seen some world cup and all that but there were youngsters also uh, for them it was a first world cup those girls break down yeah so when one person does not have the morale high it it shows on the entire team because it's a team sport so it is good they have a psychologist who can work with the young players also for them it is a big step even when we went to lords that was the first time some of us were stepping into lords itself so yeah, that yeah. uh the mecca of ah and yeah. seeing that whole place filled with england people even though indians were there in full capacity england was in the final so the entire england was there and uh, it was a very overwhelming experience for most of us even though our girls are very good and they are capable of winning on that day uh, just a little bit of belief or uh, i would say maybe the young players didn't have the enough uh, mental capacity uh, whatever so i think the psychologist will help them a lot yes ma'am but when we are training a team a cricket team maybe the indians women's team uh, there are the three people count you know yourself the coach and the captain and the players Uh, how do you know how much to train them condition them physically how much is too much and uh, where do you know where to draw the line uh, how does it happen where um sir we work along with the physiotherapist also oh physiotherapist yeah the physio will, is actually looking at them on a day to day basis who is breaking down who is needs rest she'll give me an input on a daily basis then i talk to the coach on a daily basis coach assistant coach and the manager as to what is their work today on the field from the skill part if he says this is what we are planning to do and this is what you will be able to do only that much i do our part is very little compared to the coach and the physio the coach and physio contribute lot more we contribute before the tournament but during the tournament it is their contribution and we go along with them on a day to day basis we talk to them and we have got some parameters to measure so we ask each athlete what do how do they feel the exertion level in a scale of 1 to 10 which is called rate of perceived exertion scale 
how i perceive my today's exercise to be so depending on who is telling more who is telling less and what they actually did and what their performance on that day the coach decides what to do and what not to do sometimes we give them rest some of them sometimes we tell them to push more so it is all um, all of us sit together and decide what to do it's a teamwork okay it's a teamwork okay yeah, i can't do anything individually no and i also have to listen to the players i also have to listen to the players mood what they feel about themselves which is very important it's a very consultative democratic approach uh, where you know the consensus has to be reached every time yes sir uh, what you so yeah uh then uh, but you always take them uh, for a jog in the morning then uh, you only make them do certain exercises that are needed for the uh, day's uh, game correct sir uh, if they are yes. doing a skill practice i have to give them a warm up mm-hmm. and get them ready for the skill okay then mm-hmm. i also give them a cool down but if it is a strength session or a running session then they are completely with me then how i decide how much a sprinter a batsman will do how much a bowler will do how much a spin bowler will do and accordingly i divide them into groups of course coaches are also help me on the field in timing them in making them sure that the repetitions are done and all that so if it is a running part strength part i am all alone with them with the help of the coaches but i take the decision and what they have to do after consulting with the coach if it is a skill session then my job is only to give a warm up and give the necessary exercises that prepares their body for the skill it's very organized uh, yes, scientific and structured isn't absolutely, it absolutely yeah so everything is in place yeah uh, wonderful madam when we are talking of going back to the same question you know with the need for a sports psychologist or men team and you are showing interest in studying sports psychology yes sir but why you need that is because every person you meet whoever whoever it is now you are training individual cricketers in the karnataka team every person you meet whatever you tell them whatever you make them to do there is always the mind involved involved in is you know some people may overdo yeah. it some people may be over energetic some people may not be very apathetic they are not they're living up to that some yeah. mental challenges for them they think they can't do that's when you will have to train them mentally also so that skill is required for you the sports psychology thing is very much important for you and the whole field is not called as sports psychology it's called as sport and exercise psychology so you are already, already there i agree when it comes to exercise you already there in the field so please go ahead and uh, yes you read most okay uh, yes ma'am then uh, when you were talking answering to yeah. the earlier question you were talking about fear and other things so see fear is the worst emotion that bothers everyone all your nervousness anxiety panic choking everything happens because of fear and the pressure is also felt because of fear only all that fear of failure uh, but uh, do you think it gives it needs a, a much better impetus uh, more uh, detail looking into definitely definitely in india it has taken a back seat people believe that when it comes to physical the activity and sport it's only the body that does it i want to know your take because what huge experience in this field uh this is the conception the perception and what people believe that oh body can do everything and we can learn from our experience uh we don't have to train our mind uh, uh, to uh, that's what because i have dealt with so many athletes you know so many don't come to us because that's what they think and that's what the coaches think mainly it is the coaches who think who think about it that way what is your take on this one 
ah sir actually uh, some people are willing to listen to you if you are a psychologist that you want to train their mind or talk to them talk to their mind and changing their attitude or perception if you have achieved something in your life someone says i don't know this is my view right i may be wrong or right if i go tell some of my cricketers my uh, tamil nadu karnataka cricketers i have spoken some of them i have taken uh, feelings or my experience as to when i have felt low how i jumped back and came that i put it differently to them not showing off that i just my experience but if you put it nicely to them and if you have if they can see that there is truth in it because you have also felt it and it's your experience so it has to be truth right so when you approach like that the athlete will take you seriously but if you just go as a psychologist and practice some concepts in the book that you try to impress upon them they are not going yeah. to buy your story but i'm going to see talking about myself talking for myself i have been a cricketer all my life then i switched to psychology and sports psychology thing now i i understand what happens really happens on the field so i have that whole uh, life experience of having played cricket on the field and uh, i can easily connect when something i read and when whatever i tell them so uh, i don't may not have the best examples for them to follow and be inspired but uh, i know a way of telling them uh, Uh, which also connects me to the field and how i understand that from a practical view so uh, i always uh, um, give more uh, emphasis on the uh, uh, applied thing you know how to tell them and uh, make them understand what really happens in the uh, practical experience okay so there are couple of things here uh, you have the experience and you also have the knack of putting it to them yeah but still it is not going through am i right see uh how do you some people are not taking you seriously is that the, is that so the, the the problem there is the whole uh, idea of uh, looking at uh, getting psychological support it's still not come up in india ah. so that's the whole idea this is also yeah. a big challenge you know it's not uh, you, you don't have to car and make it into parts about him or her or whoever it is understood so, understood idea is not it's not that now it to become holistic now okay. uh, when it comes to biomechanics and physical conditioning it's come up nutrition is also coming up sports psychology also has to come up they have to believe that yes we need that professional help no uh, it, it, a coach can't do everything he's not trained there is you know the research practices also are very important there there may be some uh, the latest research that can help a coach will not know about it so the the professional is not reason has not come into the uh, thing and that's where uh, the maybe is coming up and uh, the coaches are also aware now especially in the recent times they are aware that uh, yes they need mental support because uh, recent uh, mental health uh, issues that have come up and elite cricketers have come out uh, stating their mental health issues after that especially uh the need to seek professional help is uh, rising ah uh, here it is the entire group which is not believing in psychology as an important part of uh, a sportsman's yes. life whereas biomechanics exercise physiology nutrition yes. fitness all this have come right yeah. so what you have to do is you have to convince the coach first <laughs> that's clear yes that is true because most, most of the players are also as old as us yes. because none of them are young 
they are also have experience they have played at a higher level and they know the game better right but they are also still learning because the game is also changing day by day it's getting faster and it's getting shorter okay especially cricket so we also see when i went with the indian team tushar arote was the coach i had never seen him before but he called me even before we met that what is my plan how are we going to go he was amenable to receive inputs from me which i knew immediately so when i met him i also explained to him what is rate of perceived exertion which they didn't know but i told him this is how i measure someone's exertion level and i am going to give you every day report from that you will be able to know who is really strong and who is uh, slowing down because of fatigue so i changed his mind and i put the thoughts in his mind and he immediately saw how relevant it is to fitness to fatigue level and uh, whom to play and all that stuff so i guess in a way we also have to talk to the coach make them understand that it is an integral part of um yeah sportsman's performance and growth okay but slowly it is coming up like how it took a long time for fitness to actually be part and to nutrition to be a part earlier nutrition was never there people were eating all kinds of stuff biomechanics was not there now the technology digitalization so many has so much has improved i'm sure the upcoming coaches upcoming organizations which are promoting sportsmen will also yeah. give yeah. Uh, preference to psychology because lot of people are talking about it elite athletes are talking about psychology yeah. lot of people have gone into depression yes. uh, steve smith and all that after the ban to come yeah. back is like an herculean task but he did come back and scored centuries yes. after centuries so yeah, yeah. so yes, i yes, yes. look taking yes. him as an example people know that psychology plays a part and it has to come up i'm sure in a very short time it is going to be part of parcel of every sportsman's life i'm i'm very sure of that you such a yes ma'am yeah it's it's already happening and uh, this is the reason why i am conducting a lot of interviews with the coaches and uh, i make them to explore you know their mind you know make them to understand the uh, involvement of the mind they also agree but uh, somewhere along i don't know uh, there's a reluctance to use take uh, seek professional help with psychologists they agree uh, they say it's very important but somehow that is not happening you know the bridging is not happening so a lot of them have said you know uh, we can't do every road so we we'll have to leave it to the specialist but uh, yes maybe yes it will happen let's be yeah, very optimistic happen. about it yes ma'am uh, yes ma'am and uh, talking about uh, you are also a yoga teacher you know uh, you have done asanas yourself you have trained yoga teacher uh, how much these yoga and asana helped you and do you include this in your uh, when you your training uh, athletes sir i do i also teach a lot of uh, yoga as part of stretching not as okay. yoga as a meditation yoga as part of stretching i teach pranayama i teach meditation so i okay. take the few things out of that leaf and put it in my training program please children still do surya namaskaram as a warm up because in zoom online session i there's no ground to run so i start with the surya namaskara cycle every day and add some uh, east and west combined there is a rebuff program which is um, in which we have uh it's okay. called flexible strength program where okay. in the surya namaskaram cycle we include weight training okay. in each position we take the weights and do weight training and continue the position again 
there are level positions in the surya namaskaram cycle each one is used for a squat or a lunge or a side plank or a core or a mountain climber whatever so you can combine western traditional practices with the eastern practice and make your own fusion it is happening lot of people are doing that's how we have different types of yoga right we have hatha yoga we have ashtanga yoga we have so many yogas vinyasa yoga so i take the good part out of it even though i'm not a perfect yoga teacher teaching yoga as yoga i don't do that but i have taken the good part out of tai chi good part out of yoga good part out of rehab barefoot and then i incorporate into one holistic program for our clients madam now this blend of western and eastern uh, philosophy or technique is all happening now and most of the western uh, coaches and all these professionals are all talking about yoga especially during this lockdown period they say do to yoga do meditation yeah there are specific asanas for runners only you see everything in the runners world magazine specific asanas are prescribed by westerners thinking that we don't know about it we all know about it in every park yoga classes are happening for free madam we have already had a marathon session okay yeah. uh, and I, i i didn't mind because you know i know you can run marathon so uh, this was in, indeed a marathon session we went uh, close to 1 hour and uh, let us end by i want in the asking the last question uh, we are here yes. facing this pandemic uh, called covid 19 and everybody is under lockdown all athletes are inside feeling very anxious very negative very insecure and a uh, lot of them may be uh, speaking to you and uh, all of you people are helping them out doing online classes first of all what are you telling them you know uh, address how are you addressing their feelings and how are you helping them uh, train online um i take two zoom classes every morning say 7 am and 10 am 7 o'clock i take the boys uh, under 17 19 and few girls and in the uh, 10 o'clock batch is our um, senior women cricketers and under 19 cricketers they all know that they have to do something it is really very depressing and we are all in a crisis and we don't even know the future yet we don't know when this is going to be eradicated and when we will get back to normal or if at all we are going to get back to normal or this is a new normal we don't even know so this uncertainty is really playing in the minds of young cricketers young sportsmen young runners so i would like to tell them it is a passing phase even if it is not a passing phase and things are going to change we are there to adapt that is the key in life right life is not something which is constant variety is the thing which is happening constantly so anything that comes as a challenge we will take it and we will adapt to that so there is no need to worry though no need to feel depressed no need to feel like oh my god what am i going to do when am i going to start running when am i going to go play okay there will be a time everybody is like you only you are not the only one under the sun who is sitting at home right the whole world is sitting think of the people who are worse than you don't think of the people who are doing better that's not that you have to do in sports right for performance you have to look at seniors who have done well as leaders but in this case when you are depressed look at people who are even not getting food but you are better off eating food and at least doing a zoom class right so very soon things will change even if it comes with a change we will take it and run uh, go accordingly and we can still be winners so that's how you should look at life and not get depressed at all it is a challenging time. we all have to help each other and we have to work as a family as a unity and look forward to better times and keep looking it will come because every bad time has to come uh, every good time will come immediately after a bad time like just like how a bad comes after a good a good will come after bad 
it's going to happen just just wait they has to come out on night yeah, they has to come out on night right sun and moon have to come here. both of them have to come one after another if there is no moon if the sun goes doesn't go where is the moon then you can't even see the moon only when the sun goes the moon is coming so similarly some we are going through a bad time but that's okay we will adapt and then we will emerge as winners strong so let's all keep waiting and in the meantime whatever little we can do at home online classes or yoga or some little bit of running inside outside something we have to keep doing and motivate there are a lot of uh, cricketers and uh, athletes are motivating people online so just go see all those websites get motivated uh, thank you ma'am sir that was such a wonderful message to all the aspiring sports persons uh, who are facing this uh, pandemic i uh, hope a lot of them will listen to this uh, program and get inspired uh and uh, when i was uh, preparing your introduction as i was going through the your um, uh, professional experience your certifications and your achievements i was thinking how am i going to introduce you this is going to be a marathon introduction okay and uh, <laughs> yes uh, uh, you are used to running marathons but i like to do this marathon thing now but yes anyway i have done it uh, successfully and doing okay. justice to whatever i have achieved uh, madam it was really nice talking to you uh, such i salute you for whatever uh, you have achieved and you are going, going to be such an inspiration to the entire sporting community and uh, they all have to look up to you uh, to warm and uh, fulfill their dreams Uh, achieve whatever goals they have set for themselves uh, thank you once again madam thank you for coming on air thank you for speaking to minigate talks it was really nice speaking to you thank you for your time thank you for the opportunity thank you for uh, giving me a chance yes. to share my thoughts and views if i am helpful to even yes. one person change her life or his life attitude i am happy about it thank you so much sir it was a pleasure talking to you. There was so much wisdom in that. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much.